hitting the wrong buttons here. What the Supreme Court just did was that they chose to endanger the lives of all women and all birthing people in this country. Um, but not only that, they've chosen to strip rights from men too. Because frankly, the right to our own bodies and the right to form our families, this is, this is something that belongs to all of us. And it does not belong to lawmakers. It does not belong to nine Supreme Court justices. What the Supreme Court just did was that they chose to endanger the lives of all women and all birthing people in this country. Um, but not only that, they've chosen to strip rights from men too. Because frankly, the right to our own bodies and the right to form our families, this is, this is something that belongs to all of us. And it does not belong to lawmakers. It does not belong to nine Supreme Court justices. What the Supreme Court just did. So let's look at a couple of things with Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or, or as she's better known, Sandy Cortez. <laughs> There's a couple things there. Oh, Lord. Birthing people. She said this endangers women and birthing people. The only people that can give birth are women. A woman who is transitioning to being a man, even though she may have a uh, beard and a deep voice from testosterone therapy. She's still a woman. The only person, peoples, places, things that can carry a child inside of them is a biological woman. So there's no such thing as a birthing person. It's just a woman. And it's not happy birthing person's day, it's happy mother's day. Now, saying that it's taking the rights away from men, how? You know, yes, men have a role in planning the family, but how often is it ultimately the man's decision for uh, the wife or the girlfriend to have the abortion and furthermore you know damn good and well several states New York and California namely are not going to take away the abortion laws. They're going to have open abortions. Uh, somebody said today uh, that, you know, California and New York and other places will be, you know, abortion vacation spots. Come, uh, come have an abortion vacation in California, right? What are stupid things did she say in that? It, it's endangering men and women every state that has an anti-abortion law going back to the very first abortion laws 
there was always a, a loophole for uh, if the woman's life was in danger. Uh, and there always will be, I, I'm quite certain. So, <laughs> today uh, in downtown Youngstown, I passed some protesters and they already had, nothing's changed. I mean, this decision came down 12 hours ago, 18 hours ago, something like that. I mean, it's 4 a.m. at the time I'm recording this, is it? No, it's 3 a.m. So, anyways, but, uh, yeah, I found out about this, uh, I don't know, around 11 or 12 o'clock Friday morning. By Friday afternoon, there were already girls, college-age girls, uh, picketing, saying, make abortions safe again. Nothing's changed in the last 12 hours. I hate to break that to you. And of course, women are saying, well, what other birth control rights are they going to take from us now? Some of your extremist Democrats that have been brainwashed. Let's explain a couple other things before we get off this topic. One, a woman cannot put heroin into her body. Yeah. You cannot kill your own body. If you're showing suicidal tendencies, which it's under the classification of mental illness, the police can come arrest you and take you by ambulance to the nearest mental ward, psychiatric hospital, whatever, whatever it's called now, the, the wacko basket. So you cannot kill your own body. You cannot put drugs into your body. Not to mention for the last two years, we've listened to the government tell us you have to lock yourself in your house to protect your body and others. You have to take this shot that doesn't work to protect your body. You have to wear a mask to protect your body. Uh, the other day, you know, there's a little out of outbreak of COVID going through the area. I was in City Hall doing some business in my town, and everyone was wearing a mask except me. I wasn't making a political statement, just nobody said I had to wear a mask, so I didn't. Uh, but they had just, you know, spread COVID amongst themselves. Some got sicker than others. I had it a few months ago. 24 hours after take, less than 24 hours after taking my steroids, I felt great. So I, I don't know. It affects everyone in different ways. Uh, I still see people getting into my ride share putting their damn masks on. Uh, it, it must be certain things amongst a certain community because they're all a certain type of people. Uh, one was a prego. She was kind of rude, to be honest. 
but and they're not they're still not wearing the masks correctly they're not pinching it down on their nose they're not pressing the sides down so there's all these gaps around the mask so it's absolutely worthless uh, the N95 mask is the only mask that's useful nobody is wearing those people are still wearing the cool cloth masks that don't fit their faces right and are less airtight and germ tight than the surgical masks but for the last two years we've listened to the government tell us what to do with our bodies so but now everybody's up in arms well what kind of birth control are they going to take away from women next hey i'm i'm all for the morning after pill i'm for the uh the traditional birth control pill uh, condoms, abstinence, all that. But let me stop here for a second. I found some interesting laws, and I really didn't want to beat this abortion thing to death. I was going to do a whole deal on the history of abortions and abortion laws, but it, it's done. I've said my piece in another podcast, and so. Uh, that's where that needs to end as far as the panic attack goes. Um, pan attack, panic attack. This is Big John. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Let's stop, reset, rethink here. And uh, I found some interesting American history that I'm going to talk about. The first laws in America the first settlement in America may surprise you what some of the first laws and things were in the United States of America okay back for a quick brain reset let's look at something here I wanted to see what the first uh, established city state uh, was in America to kind of find out where our, our history eh, starts. And of course, you know, there were people here that migrated over from Asia, known as, uh, I don't know what they're known as now. They were Indians when I was a kid, then they were Native Americans, then they were indigenous people, then they were first indigenous people. And they're not indigenous. They came here from another part of the world. Like all of us did. But anyhow. The first settlement in America. By Europeans. Uh, this is from history.com. Even before Jamestown or the Plymouth Colony. The oldest permanent European settlement in the United States was founded in September 1565 by a Spanish soldier named Pedro Menendez de Alves in St. Augustine, Florida. 
Ain't that a neat little fun fact? St. Augustine, Florida. And I don't know if they called it that at that time. But St. Augustine, Florida is in big letters. Uh, Florida probably came later. But St. Augustine uh, might have been the name of the city. The, the, the settlement. Pedro Menendez de Alvesi. 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 It's spelled A-V-I-L-E with a little mark over it. S. A-L or A-V-I-L-E-S. Founded St. Augustine, Florida for the Spanish. Pretty neat. Uh, I want to find out what the first laws were in America. When the first laws were written. Because, you know, there were, as we're going to read... There were laws in the uh, Plymouth Colony, but the first actual law by the United States government after the Constitution was signed uh, was called an act to regulate the time and manner of administering certain oaths. That was the first law passed by the United States Congress after the ratification of the United States Constitution. It was signed by President George Washington June 1st, 1789, and parts of it remain in effect to this day. Well, ain't that pretty neat? All that came from me... Uh, Looking for the first abortion laws in America. Um, there are, and I haven't had time to source them and check them, but it seems like abortion is not a new thing. It had gone on in the 1600s. Different cultures had different ways of doing it, and so on and so forth. Uh, the first abortion laws didn't appear on the American books until the 1820s. That uh, doesn't really matter. Um, so, the f America's first set of laws. Uh, this is from hankeringforhistory.com. And I heard about this and I kind of forgot about it. Uh, see here on this day October 4th 1636 the Plymouth Colony founded in 1620 by pilgrims established its first written set of laws these laws were published in 1636 uh, or pardon me the 1636 book of laws which were later called the general Fundamentals of New Plymouth. Now, don't presume that the pilgrims were just running around all willy-nilly. The general court of the Plymouth Colony, which has records going back to 1623, was not only a judicial system, but a legislative system, too. So, while the new colony had laws that were passed by 
or passed, they were never organized or formalized until October 4th, 1636. Now, I knew the pilgrims went by biblical law, by God's law, um, I guess I assumed or maybe knew somewhere in my life that they had, you know, laws written down or laws that were passed down as far as common sense would go. Well, common sense probably went a lot further back then than it does today, but anyhow, these laws were pretty cool. We'll get into some of this. And get this baby sparking up though. So the laws were formed by a mix of English common law and religious laws from the Bible. Of course they would bring some uh, British or English common law with them. Some of the laws included were regarding capital punishment, taxes, distribution of land, indentured servitude, and trial procedures. Crimes that were punishable by death were treason, murder, witchcraft, of course, burn at the stake, right? Arson, sodomy, which is oral and anal sex, rape, bestiality, adultery, and cursing or smiting one's parents. Now, wait a second here. Cursing I'm going to go out on a limb and say cursing meant putting a curse on your parents. Like, mom and dad pissed you off so you, you, you conjure up Satan and put a curse on mom and dad. I don't think it meant cursing like F you, F that. But, smiting? I got, let me look up smiting. Maybe there's something I'm missing because what's smiting? Uh, smiting to me goes back to the Old Testament where God and Moses had to smite the Israelites because they were acting a fool. Let's look here. Smiting. Some, uh, it's going slow. Some reason daytime em- Emmys came up. Okay, strike with a firm blow is definition number one. Defeat or conquer a land or people. Uh, a- attack or affect severely. Uh, then it says be strongly at- attracted to someone or something. Uh, and that says she was smitten with the boy. 
under strike with a firm blow, it says he smites the water with his sword. Uh, defeat or conquer, he may smite our enemies. Uh, attack or affect severely. Various people had been smitten with an un with untimely summer flu. So, for striking your parents, hitting a, a child hitting their parent could be put to death. Imagine that today, in the world we live in, where kids just—I mean, when I was a kid, your parents would any grown-up could paddle you. But imagine being your being able to put your kid to death for for hitting you. Wow. That's crazy. This, I mean, this was some. This was a strict society they lived in. Uh, it says, while the majority of these offenses never saw anyone put to death uh, in their name, some were. Uh, obviously, we know about the Salem witch trials. Witchcraft was a big deal back then. Very religious people. Uh, treason uh, for the Plymouth Colony I would I don't see I would see that art when I think of treason I think of you know turning your back on your country uh, you know selling your well like uh, the was it the Rosenbergs that, that sold the secret to the atomic bomb to the Soviet Union uh, that's what I think of as treason Bestiality, that's just gross. That's when you have sex with an animal. Uh, sodomy. Uh, you, you can sodomize a woman. I mean, a, a blowjob, oral sex is sodomy. Uh, anal sex, that's like the new thing in sex, whatever, between men and women. Uh, but mostly sodomy was, for the longest time, just considered gay sex um, rape uh, I can see that uh, even to this day I could see uh, rape being a capital offense where you, uh, you should you know maybe get life in prison depending on the situation well there's no justifiable situation for rape but you know it, depending on the judge and how they hand down the sentence is what I meant by the situation um, adultery, man, the, the, how many people would, would be put to death today in this society where, I mean, I just found out a friend of mine, not a really close friend, but, uh, an acquaintance, uh, he, a couple, just a few years ago, me, uh, him and his wife were, uh, at a dinner together, and we were sitting there talking for a few hours, and they seemed happy, perfectly happily married, and then 
he just finds a new main squeeze. And he put on a lot of weight, too. But anyways, he, he, he's off on his one-year anniversary of dating this other woman. I'm like, what? And they're like on a, like, I, she must be rich. He's pretty rich, too. But, uh, they're like in Venice, Italy. Like, he never took his first wife to Venice, freaking Italy. So this broad must be rich. Sugar mama. Uh, but, I, I mean, he would be, uh, whoever had the affair would be killed. Now, if your wife cheats on you, she can still divorce you and take half your shit. <laughs> and of course, if the guy cheats, they, they do a modern-day lynching, but... That serves you right. Don't cheat on your wife. I don't think it should be punishable by death, but, I mean, don't cheat on your wife. Uh, you may have noticed several of the above crimes are sex-related. However, few of these offenses were committed... Uh, or few of these offenses, when committed, received the death penalty. In 1642... 16-year-old Thomas Granger was found guilty of bestiality and he was executed. Good. I think that should still be the law today. Uh, he was executed under the biblical precedent, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 15. You can look that up on your own. This would be one of the only sex crimes tried during this court's administration that ended in execution. Uh, adultery, even though a capital crime, did not usually result in the death penalty if you ever read The Scarlet Letter. A uh, good Demi Moore film, too. Skip the book. Just watch Demi Moore. Uh, then... You are familiar with uh, punishment of this offense. I think she had to wear, a, she was like exiled from the community. I think she was in a stockade for a while. And she had to wear a red uh, letter A around her neck and was basically ridiculed and uh, verbally and physically abused by other people in the town. It's been a while since I've watched The Scarlet Letter. Watch the movie. It's, it's worth it. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, they all have, so had some unique laws that by our standards, standards seem odd. By Plymouth Law, if you are a member of the militia, there was a fine for you not to bring a loaded gun to church. Well, gee, isn't that interesting in today's times we've been conditioned not to carry pardon me not to carry weapons in public uh, many states in America are now passing what's called constitutional carry where anyone that passes a gun background check uh, can carry a concealed weapon pretty much anywhere and the Supreme Court just struck down New York's stringent uh, concealed carry law 
where the government of New York demanded that you give them a reason why you needed to carry a concealed weapon. Here, you were punished in 16, whatever the heck it was, 1636, 1642. If you were part of the militia, which is basically the military, and you didn't bring your loaded musket to church with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Uh, when voter turnout was low, there was a fine for not voting for those who could vote. Now, I, I'm pretty sure this was in the days when you had to one, only men were allowed to vote, and also you might have had to own property. So you could get punished for not voting. Imagine that. We, had, we just had uh, one of the biggest voter turnouts in American history, and still it was around 50% voter turnout. I wonder what was considered low voter turnout back then. And you would get fined for not voting. That's how seriously they took their vote. And what did it take? Like everything in the power of the almighty media to get people to come out to vote against Donald Trump? I still don't believe 81 million people voted for Joe Biden, but still. Uh, here's one. It's another one that's uh, signed, similar to today. The Plymouth Colony enacted an anti-smoking law. Remember back 20 years ago when you could walk into any bar and, and every bar you walked into, nightclub, whatever, everybody was smoking. Not everybody, but about half of the people in there were smokers. And you would walk out reeking of smoke. Uh, now it's like sinful to smoke in public you have to stand you know so many feet away from a public building and a designated smoking area uh some stores like uh i think rite aid cvs they've stopped selling cigarettes altogether let's see here the chart below shows uh, common colonial crimes and punishment. Let's see if I might have to make this bigger to read it. For my old eyes. Wait a second here. So I got 125%, John. Alright, let's try 150%. Alright, that's better. Fornication. That's sex before marriage. An unmarried couple who refused to get married after the incident would get a whipping. And these are usually public whoopings. I mean, they take your shirt off, expose your back, your, uh, and, and go to town. Uh, it was a fine of 10 pounds. That's British currency. Remember, this was before the United States was the United States. Um... Three, and three or less days in prison. Unmarried couple who agreed to get married after the incident 
would receive a 10 pound fine but no whipping well nice of them a couple already engaged to be married at the time of the incident got a fine of 50 shillings so even if you were engaged to be married you could not have premarital sex or you would get fined I want to know how the 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 judge and the, the town folk found out you were what were you where, where were you having sex in the in the public square I mean how did they find that out and prove it uh, cursing God three hours or less in the public stocks uh, the public stocks were um, like big ass handcuffs but you're it, you put your head through a hole your hands went through these two little holes and then they locked it down and you had to stand there and sometimes people would throw walk by and throw rotten fruit at you and different stuff like that but if you said you know god damn it you got three hours in the public stocks lying in public liar liar pants on fire this is like a part par <laughs> A common part of our culture now but lying in public uh, a fine of 10 shillings uh, if you can't pay then you spent two hours in the stocks stealing repay double the value of what was stolen or be publicly whipped a lot of uh, corporal punishment back then whoopings and these were I mean, these are bad whippings too this wasn't like your dad putting you across his knee this was with a actual whip or strap that was used uh to beat animals and they would tear the flesh tear your flesh man uh getting drunk oh my gosh that's like the national pastime these days and back then alcohol was a big thing was because clean water was hard to come by so there was a lot of alcohol but drunkenness was frowned upon uh you were let's see here hold on make sure i'm reading the right line you were fined the value to be term be determined by the magistrates so depending on how drunk you were or something the magistrates would uh, assess your fine gambling with dice or cards uh gambling used to be a big sin even to up to 15 20 years ago in the united states that was a big big deal now almost every state has casino gambling but it was really taboo for the longest time uh, because it's a waste of money and it's a con really i mean very few people that play slot machines uh craps tables card games ever come out ahead but anyways gambling with dice or cards fine of 40 shillings again this is funny how you know history changes time changes but then some things we're starting to go back to like the anti-smoking law let's see here wearing visors or other strange apparel there's something that's gone by the wayside in today's culture. A fine of 50 shillings. 
Wonder what you, how much you got fined for wearing your pants around your knees. I remember when I was in school, it was fashionable to you know wear show a little uh, your boxer shorts for the guys to sag your pants, and, and it just got worse and worse. And over time, guys had their pants halfway down their thighs. Uh, girls, not so much, sadly. But wearing visors or other strange apparel. 50 shillings. Look at, I mean, I'm dressed shabby by the standards of 50 or 60 years ago. You know, the 1950s, a lot of people wore suits. My grandpap, until the day he died, would not wear a t-shirt. Unless it was an undershirt. He always had to have on a, a short-sleeved dress shirt during the summer. And during the winter, it was a long-sleeved dress shirt. Uh, and he always wore slacks, like dress pants. Never anything else. Never would put on a pair of jeans. I mean, when he worked in the mills and on the railroad, yeah, he wore denim clothing then. I bought him a t-shirt one time for his birthday or something. It's still sitting on his dresser up in his bedroom. Um, he, and he's been dead since 1998. I haven't moved the shirt. Anyhow, uh, defacing a landmark. Ranging from 20 shillings to 5 pounds depending on the severity. Tearing down or burning someone's fence. Property rights, blocking off your property, uh, rebuild the fence plus 50 shillings for the first offense, five pounds for the second offense, uh, denying the scriptures, so just denying the Bible, saying I don't agree with God's word, was, <laughs> wow. You would get a whipping, the severity to be determined by magistrates, but never to endanger life or limb. So basically the magistrates could say that you know you would be whipped for denying the, the Bible. Uh, but of course God didn't want you to die for denying his word. He just wanted you to learn your lesson, I guess, in their eyes. Uh, failing to attend church. Wow, 99% of America would be guilty of this today. I watch online and I feel bad about it. Uh, but my church made, churches made me kind of lazy. Uh, anyways, failing to attend church, a 10 shilling fine. Working or laboring on Sunday. Working on the Sabbath, thou shalt not toil upon the Sabbath. Ten shilling fine. Uh, I did not. I did not get a job one time at a, a Kmart. <laughs> Oddly enough, they went out of business not long after. Maybe God was teaching them a lesson. But uh, I had recently been reborn, and I said I don't work Sundays. And they said, Well, that's one of our main days. Everybody works Sunday. I'm like. Well, I can't work Sunday. That's a day for church. That's a day for family. I, I just can't work Sundays. 
so I didn't get the job. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, traveling on a Sunday, 20 shilling fine. How'd you go to church if you didn't travel, technically? But they probably meant, like, going long distances, which in that day with on foot or horse and buggy or on horseback, probably mainly on foot. This was 1600s. 20 shilling fine. Uh, harboring a Quaker. So these were the Protestants. They evidently did not like the Quakers. 20 shillings per week after being warned. So the law was get get them dagnab Quakers out your house, boy. We're going to fine you 20 shillings a week that you keep them. That was a little ridiculous. Uh, every several years after 1636, uh, the publication, uh, 1658, 1672, 1685, the law books would be edited, edited, uh, updates, and republished. And then below there's a picture of the law book. Pretty interesting stuff. Some of it, you know, society has changed where we've, we've almost come to accept stuff like a, adultery. Back then, you'd get a beating. Uh, fornication, you know, pre, which is sex before marriage, you would get whooped and fined. Uh, not attending church, you would get a fine. Denying the word of God denying the scriptures, you would get a beating, a whipping. Crazy. Not, I shouldn't say crazy, but I mean, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't want to walk into church and say, you know, pastor, I um, this one scripture, I just don't think I, I think there's a misinterpretation here somewhere. And then they take me to the town square and, you know, rip my shirt off and beat me with the leather strap. Man. Some serious people back in the day, man. Some serious shit. Well, that's it. We'll wrap, wrap this video and podcast up. But I found that stuff, uh, stumbled into it while looking for uh, the first laws on abortion. Uh, obviously, uh, that's the topic of the day. Uh, and Alyssa Milano said she was going to drop some knowledge on us about abortions and try to show how legal and normal they'd been all through society. And, yeah, okay, Alyssa. Uh, look, work on making Hugo pull two or three or uh, revise your role on Charmed or something. Or you still have your good looks because you're just not not hipping with it anymore, Alyssa. Anyhow, God bless y'all. Uh, some interesting early American history there. St. Augustine, Florida. The first American settlement. Or first first settlement in America was by the Spaniards.
the first American law after the Constitution had to do with uh, swearing people into office. And the first uh, set of laws in the new land were very strict moral and religious laws. So God bless y'all. Pray for one another. We'll see you next time on The Panic Attack.